On this, the third Saturday of Advent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once when he was serving as priest in his division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then, when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayers have been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers toward children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then, when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. The Gospel of the Lord. Together, this week, we'll continue to walk towards the birth of our God, a rather special God, a God who became a child, who was born as a baby, a God with us. God came to this earth to have a love experience with each of us. Where can such a God be found? Only God can be so good, so tender. There is little I can say today. The gospel is long. There is more room for the word than for what I can say. That's why I prefer just to encourage you and myself, because I also need to, to keep focusing on the need to receive. These days, it's better to develop a receptive attitude rather than doing. Ask for the humble attitude of receiving the child. To me, this seems the best way to handle the present. Let's not do much more than this. In fact, I think we should gradually relapse into silence and calm. I don't mean the silence that grows in doubt and mistrust of God as happened to Zechariah in today's gospel. 
Quite the opposite. I mean a mature silence. The silence of faith that prevails when we realize that everything we have to say is unnecessary and that it only draws a veil that darkens the mystery. Let's all try to do this. Let's seriously propose to slow down a little, to stop running around. Either before starting the day or at the end of it, let's draw near to a manger. Let's visit a parish manger if possible. Let's contemplate your manger at home. Did you set up the manger? I hope you did. God is with us, even if we are not with God. God is everywhere, even if we don't realize it. God manifests himself where he pleases, even if we try to make him manifest where we want. One day, after conducting a prayer for a deceased father, his grateful son came up to me and said, Now I believe in God. Now I believe in eternal life. Do you know where God revealed himself to him and what made him believe all of a sudden? What do you think? It wasn't my words or my presence. It wasn't a religion class. What made that son believe was the look on his father's face before he died. It was the intensity of the last stare, the love in his father's eyes as he said goodbye, as he gave up his life. The son told me, Father, when my father looked at me like that, when I saw how powerful and intense his love was, I said to myself, There must be something more to life. God has to exist if there is so much love. That's unbelievable. In fact, it's very believable for those of us who believe that God is love and that where there is love, there is God. This man was able to see God in his father's last look. Where do we expect to find God? Let's not hope to witness great events. God may be where we don't expect to see him in the most ordinary life experiences, right there. Who would have imagined that God would become a helpless, needy baby? Let's prepare our hearts to receive Jesus how he wants to be received. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.